Hi, I'm Kenzie Fell, producer and co-host of McGoombray Bender's podcast channel, Side Effects. We are excited to welcome a longtime friend of McGoombray Bender, Wally Goma, to today's podcast. Wally is the CEO of ACAP Health in Dallas, Texas. ACAP Health is known nationwide as being a leader in both clinical and wellness strategies that address healthcare costs and medical conditions. Today, we'll be talking about an exciting new healthcare program founded by Wally called Simple Pay. Is it the future of healthcare for employers? Let's find out. I'm Scott McGowan. I'm Kenzie Fell. And I'm Anne Marie Singleton. Now, I think even for our listeners, too, I think what's important is um, we might be right, we might be wrong, but one thing is we're not afraid. Our goal is to get you to think about things a little differently. And we're unscripted. We just have free reign for 20 minutes. Welcome to Side Effects with an A. Welcome to Side Effects. I'm Scott McGowan. I'm Kenzie Fell. Kenzie, how are you today? I'm good, Scott. How are you? I'm doing great. You, so you're like a really big traveler. I am. Every time I bump <laughs> into the office, you're going somewhere. So yeah. where have you gone lately? Well, actually, last weekend I was in Texas. And Texas. Very convenient that we're talking to a Texan right now. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> do, you, uh, do you have a cowboy hat? I do. I bought a cowboy hat last weekend. You did? Yes. Why didn't you wear it today? I don't think it'd fit under the headset. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, Wally, do you have a, a cowboy hat by chance? I do, but it looks really <laughs> weird when I wear it. Oh, well, it's still really cool to have one. I'm very glad I purchased it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wally, we are so glad to have you um, with us today, and we're just going to jump right into it. What is Simple Pay? You know, we really think it's the future for healthcare. You know, when we think about all the challenges that employers have uh, faced in offering uh, employer sponsored coverage, we wanted to create the health plan model for the future that really optimizes the existing system. That's, that's exactly what I have had the experience with as well. Um, so, if you could explain, you know, how is Simple Pay different from traditional insurance models today? You know, so when you think about models, we've, we've done so much work to try to create consumerism uh, in healthcare. Um, our belief is that when you look at models that have high deductible health plans, uh, it creates more skin in the game. But to have a real consumer, you've got to know in the law of economics what something costs, uh, what the quality is in advance. Without those two pieces of information that our design models don't offer today, um, it's really difficult for a patient to be a true consumer. And we just wanted to create a model that allows for that. So, Wally, you know, one of the things you and I have been in this business for a long time. So why do you think the market uh, needs this right now? You know, Healthcare costs continue to grow at a level that is just not sustainable. I mean, we're on the doorstep, Scott, of $30,000 per year for the average family of four when you look at their gross insurance coverage. That's like somebody getting a new car every year when you think about what health insurance costs. Um, we yeah. felt like we could create a model that causes patients to want to seek care from the highest quality providers. And what we've learned is that when you seek care from the highest quality, you get the best outcomes, and that produces not only great savings, but it also means patients um, heal and return back to normal health a whole lot faster. Well, one of the things, too, one is, I, you know, I, we, we applaud your creativity. 
and your just kind of innovative thought leadership and disrupting this this uh, big economic engine of uh, of healthcare and, and and serving ultimately the uh, the consumer. So when you think about this, like how was that idea of Simple Pay? Uh, how was that born? How did that, like how did that grow up? You know, it was um, a vision of one of our founders, Scott Shane Vogel. Um, many of your listeners will know Scott. He was the CEO and founder of Compass, you know, really one of the country's largest consumer navigation businesses. Um, really, that business focus was really around uh, where do consumers go and get their healthcare services based on the contracted rates, the actual unit cost. You know, Scott's vision was, hey, could we create a model where one day consumers would actually be more focused on quality than the unit cost? And that's really the, the genesis of how this was uh, born. Um, Scott really brought the, the mind for how do we take advantage of the, the largest databases in the country uh, to be able to support that. And we brought a simplification model that candidly uh, is, is something that our industry really desperately needs. Um, it's just too complicated, and we think we can do a whole lot better. No, I couldn't agree more. I am rather new to the healthcare industry, um, and I just, I, I really appreciate that Simple Pay was rolled out when I started to be on my own insurance. By the way, do you have your Simple Pay card? Because I have one right in I front of do. me. I do. I have my Simple Pay card you handy. Do? Yeah. And so it has, it's kind of a cool card. It's very cool. It's different from other cards. So. I agree. Yeah. Purple. So it's we're nice. both Simple Pay users. <laughs> we are. Yeah. So, and proud Simple Pay users. Yes. And I have had a very positive experience so far. And Wally, um, I do think it is interesting that when you normally think about price, you know, higher quality doesn't always equal, you know, l- l- lower cost. But for healthcare, it's very different. And Simple Pay is like the perfect example of that. So if you could maybe tell me a story, let's say we have a 26 year old person fresh off their parents' insurance plan. And they're looking to choose insurance choices and Simple Pay is presented. Tell me the consumer experience for that person. Yeah. So, you know, if you think about any consumer purchase, um, consumers generally look at cost and quality in anything that they would buy. I use a gasoline example. Like nobody would buy $10 a gallon gasoline when they can look across the street and see it, you know, for $2 at the other corner. Right. And nobody, by the way, would buy that $2 gasoline if they knew that it would cause irreparable harm to their engine. Like you would never put that gasoline mm-hmm. in your tank. Mm-hmm. You'd rather pay, you know, a higher amount. Um, it was, again, always our dream that consumers would actually care about quality. We just never gave them the information so they had that available at their fingertips right on their smartphone so they could see with simple rating scales using one through five stars um, who are the providers that deliver the highest quality of care uh, and deliver the best outcomes. Uh, By putting um, uh, that information in the consumer's hands, we've been so excited about watching how they uh, utilize that information. And whether you're, you know, fresh off of your parents' plan uh, and looking to to access primary care services or just basic health care, or if you're dealing with a more meaningful, uh, you know, health care event, having that information we think is is so important. It, really, your healthcare decisions are your most important decisions you'll make in any purchase. So, Wally, one of the things, too, is, so just one is I love the idea. I love the concept. Um, 
I think, you know, you, you bring up the analogy of gasoline, which is really interesting, but, you know, also, um, you know, gasoline, you know, obviously the, the auditors, right. So they, they basically test, there's a certificate on the gas pump that says this is a gallon. So the government's deep involved in regards to the quality of the fuel. I think, unfortunately in our healthcare system, uh, in regards to measuring that quality, it's just, um, it's, it's, it's suspect, and I'm not saying that the healthcare system uh, is delivering bad quality, but it's very hard to get your like your eyes around it. So, walk me through an example. So, if I'm out, um, uh, Kenzie does uh, uh, CrossFit. CrossFit, yes, um, and um, has really cool shoes. <laughs> I do. Which I think they're awesome. Cool CrossFit shoes, which Scott bought. <laughs> yeah, I did. So I bought the same shoes. So I appreciate it. And uh, but let's just imagine, if you will, uh, Kenzie like just like torqued her knee tonight. So what, what, Mm -hmm. what does Kenzie do? Well, so we know that Kenzie's likely going to need to go seek some orthopedic care services. Um, You can go onto your app, you can click on a body, uh, you know, chart, uh, click on the picture of the knee and immediately popping up on your screen are going to be provider options rated based on quality of care Uh, You can click on those highest quality providers. You can read consumer, uh, you know, other patients. What have they said about their experience uh, working with those providers? And you can also compare providers uh, to see why does one rate higher in quality from another. Um, The ability to provide that simplified information allows, again, uh, Kenzie to lean in and be able Mm -hmm. to say, hey, where can I go get the highest quality of care? But here's the coolest part. We've designed it so that inside of the plan design benefit are fixed out-of-pocket amounts so that when you go to the highest quality provider, the out-of-pocket responsibility to the patient is the lowest. And we really wanted to create that incentive. We want to be able to reward um, patients for making those good consumer decisions. And uh, it's really consumer nirvana. You pay less for the best care. And uh, we just have never had the tools and the technology to be able to make it uh, simple for consumers to take advantage of that. So, for example, let's hope this doesn't happen. But if I hurt my knee tonight at CrossFit, I go to the doctor. Do I pay the doctor right then at the time of service? So that's the second cool part. (laughs) You know, we just if you think about buying anything with your, you know, bank card, you know, you swipe it and the retailer in the consumer world, they get paid by the bank. It would be insane to think that they would say, hey, I'm going to send your credit card company um, information. They're going to pay me a little bit. Then I'm going to bill you for the rest. Like we would never do that in any consumer purchase. But that's how it works in healthcare today. We wanted to really reverse that. Uh, Providers have contracted rates on their insurance networks that they participate on. We want to pay them their contracted rate. We don't think it makes sense to have them go and chase that amount down from patients and get the rest from the insurance company. It means bills and EOBs, and we really wanted all of that to go away. Um, And very importantly, we wanted to keep the employer from having to get involved in that either. That's really what SimplePay built uh, inside of its technology platform is to create that banking simplification model. So providers are paid their full contracted rate. 
and patients can receive one monthly statement and not have to be guessing how much they're going to owe because of the current design models in the industry today. It's probably one of the most innovative things that at least I've experienced in Simple Pay is so it's like Amazon. So it's just like radically <laughs> different. So when you think about it from the highest level is intuitively you are um, teaching and coaching a consumer where the best quality is. Mm -hmm. So which ultimately has the best outcome. So it's, um, it's crazy. super beneficial I know. to the patient. <laughs> where has this been? I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, Scott. Um, you use the word teaching. You know, we're actually, as Americans, really good at buying things if we have the information. Um, we just want to create, like you said, that sort of Amazon.com experience where the information is at your fingertips and you can now make, um, you know, a sound decision. Uh, you know, I like to say you don't have to have a plan design to buy a television. Why do you have to have a plan design uh, to buy healthcare? We wanted to create a model so that it would it would really be that simple. Um, you would see exactly what the cost is for any medical or pharmacy uh, service. Uh, you would be able to see the quality, and you'd be able to decide instantly um, where you would go seek uh, you know care, and uh, know that the amount is always going to be something that you know in advance that shows up on a single monthly statement. So, Wally, one of the things too, from from an employee perspective, so it, this is definitely provoking people to think differently about healthcare. So, from a consumer standpoint, so if I'm a CFO or a CEO, like why would I care about Simple Pay? What 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 value does it bring back to employers? Oh, such a great question, and Scott, you know, I started my career in the finance side, um, both for a hospital system and then also for an insurance company. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, we do want to do things to actually flatten that trajectory of healthcare trends. What we've learned is that when patients seek care along a clinical pathway from the providers that deliver the highest quality of care, they deliver the best outcomes, the annual patient cost is reduced by over $5,000 per patient per year. You know, imagine extrapolating that out to a workforce. Um, at the end of the day, the CFO is going to celebrate that the dollars saved without reducing the value of benefits or narrowing networks, without anything that takes benefits away from employees, we can actually do a significant uh, benefit to the balance sheet and that income statement for the CFO. Well, I would also think it would additionally, it would be, let's just face it, um, probably potentially a little bit more exciting for human resources to even talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, um, you know, CFOs obviously love the, the bottom line. And, and uh, you know, I would say that from a human resource perspective, like nobody wants to go to open enrollment and say that we've narrowed the network or we've, we've, re we've raised deductibles to try to put, have individuals have more skin in the game. Uh, those models just haven't worked. We get to go to open enrollment now and say we've simplified healthcare. It puts more dollars in not only the business's bank account, but it also puts more dollars in the employee's bank account as well. When we make good consumer decisions, like everybody wins. And, uh, and that's, again, what we think is the power in Simple Pay Health uh, that has been built that just has not been available in the past. So, Wally, changing gears a little bit, you were just talking about prescriptions um, a few minutes ago. So how are you guys managing the costs of that? Because they're pretty out of control. Um, under the simple pay plan. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not it's not hard to uh, to start looking around and realizing there's a lot of hands in the cookie jar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the pharmacy model of our industry today is very opaque, uh, and there are many inside of that pharmacy supply chain from you know manufacturers to wholesalers, distributors, retailers, and the list kind of goes on and on that are all participating in that pharmacy pharmacy revenue cycle. So we built a model where we actually are not a pharmacy benefit manager. We call ourselves a pharmacy benefit administrator. You know, we receive an administrative fee for managing the pharmacy benefits program, um, and it strips out all of those hidden dollars that sit inside of that supply chain. Um, it's it, Once you start to pull out all of the hands in the cookie jar, uh, the amount of savings, again, to the employer and the employee, the patient, um, it's pretty incredible. Um, the two areas that we hit on is an area called supplemental rebates. Uh, that's gotten a lot of attention lately uh, by the by the Trump administration and by our legislatures. We think that's an area that needs to be transformed. Uh, we have that in place today, and we're also doing dealing very in a very meaningful way with something called spread pricing, and uh, really allowing um, the spread that today is not accretive back to the employer. Uh, to actually hit the employer's bank account now, um, we like to say again for the for for you know where it needs to be. It, you know, employers should should pay for the cost of medication and not have to you know pay some of these you know spread pricing uh, elements that are are invisible and hidden inside of the system. Yeah, Wally, thanks for you know obviously. Um Thanks for bringing up prescription drugs. It, 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 it might be the most dysfunctional part of our healthcare system today. Um, and when you talk about spread and rebates, and even today we talk about, you know, prebates, and, uh, you know, most studies show that about 34 cents of every healthcare dollar at, at a pharmacy goes underneath the co- counter and gets spun back up, and uh, whether it be manufacturers or wholesalers or PBMs, uh, and we just want to say thanks for caring about the real payer of health care, employers, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, uh, the consumers. But a big, uh, uh, the, the most expensive prescriptions we're seeing right now is specialty. So what is Simple Pay doing with specialty drugs? Sure. So, you know, on the specialty drug side, that's where we've seen, you know, just an explosion in, uh, in new medicines that have come to the market. And you know what? Some of those medicines, we've got to not, we've got to celebrate that. Like we have, we have an incredible ability to treat, you know, some some very complicated, very difficult clinical, uh, you know, diseases and conditions. And you know what? I again, I celebrate those 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 uh, those availability of that medical technology and that medicine. Um, at the same time, we want to make sure we're paying the right rates for it. So between negotiating uh, directly with the suppliers of those medicines and and really trying to to eliminate some of those layers and ensuring that those uh, patients that are receiving those specialty medical drugs that it's appropriate for them with the right uh, clinical management that is uh, you know is reviewing that without any perverse incentives that every time it's prescribed uh, there's money going into the pocket of the of those that are managing those programs like we've we've really just got everything aligned today to where now the programs perform better. Pharmacy, if you really start to build a program around what's best for the patient first and the employer second, it's uh, it's really easy to take a lot of money you know, it's and a, sort of sitting on the table right back. You know what's funny? Well, actually, this isn't funny. So um, I have my simple pay card 
in my hand. I never even told my wife that we changed like insurance <laughs> plans. But she came home <laughs> and she said, hey, I, I, like I picked up my prescription. Um, and um, why, why are they so much less? And I was like, okay. Surprise. I, surprise. <laughs> forgot to tell you. So uh, thanks for leaning into that. Well, I'm I'm not sure that not telling your wife that you've changed, uh, you know, your medical plan is a, is something that I would recommend. But obviously, when it simplifies healthcare, um, you know, I'm sure she did not have to pay the pharmacy because it all shows up on one monthly statement, and the amount that shows up is less than what you were spending before. Like that is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we built Simple Pay Health. So, Wally, this seems like a great solution in the market. I am pleased with it so far, but why did it take so long to happen? <laughs> you know, the, we really didn't have the technology and the tools and the data to be able to deliver what was a vision of a simplified system that performs better for the employer, providers, and most importantly, the employee and the patient. Um, it just we, we are at a place today where the new the technologies the know-how the intellectual property that we built into this uh, wasn't previously available uh, thanks to visionaries like uh, Scott Shane Vogel uh, we've been able to create something that just has never has never been built before and uh, you know the market response to it has is, is been incredible we've heard in some employers again say that look I would do this just for the simplification but to do that and also be able uh, to to have the system perform better for providers, employers, and the patient, you know, again, it it almost sounds too good to be true, but uh, but it's real. How how big do you think this is going to get? What do you think this is going in the next you know, couple of years? I I would say when I think back at my time in the employee benefits industry, uh, and you go back and look at times when you know high deductible health plans was really the latest major transformation in design strategy that came into to law back in 2003. Like we really haven't seen anything since high deductible health plan legislation came into law back, back then. Uh, this we believe is going to be the next generation, the next transformation. Um, but it actually overcomes some of the challenges that I think a lot of employers have experienced uh, and employees with high deductible health plans. So um, again, our, I mean, we believe this becomes the model for healthcare, you know, for our industry for the future. And, you know, we're, we, we, we're going to need everybody working together, carriers, providers, employers, consultants like McGo and Braybender. Everybody needs to work together to improve the system. We think this is the platform to help get there. So it is helping to overcome so many challenges, but what kind of challenges does Simple Pay have moving forward? So obviously we have a legacy system um, that we've all grown up in. If, if you've been around as long as Scott and I have been, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, transforming a legacy system that is uh, economically doing really, really well um, isn't easy. There's, there's, you know, in some pockets you see those that look downfield, they're, they're, they look at the future and realize we've got to transform the system and others resist it. Um, and we're so excited about, you know, again, partnering with those uh, that have a vision for improving the system uh, for good. And, uh, you know, we need I'll just say this. We need more people that uh, are part of our movement, like like McGo and Braybender, that mm -hmm. uh, that really look at transformation as something that is absolutely needed uh, so that the next generation has, uh, you know, the ability to access health care 
uh, in the in the country's best healthcare system uh, for the future. Well, thanks for putting the customer first, because I think that's what I love about Simple Pay. It's consumer centric. So, as we wrap up here, um, any last words? Well, you know, I'll say this: this is uh, this is by far the <laughs> the biggest thing I've ever been involved in in my career. Um, and I'm just grateful for the fact that we're not in this thing alone. Um, as I said, we are. We really think of what we're doing as is a movement. It's a movement around simplification, a movement towards higher quality, um, a movement towards simplification for providers in this very messy, broken claim and billing administration uh, space. And uh, you know, again, I, I believe that um, with with people that look at where uh, we need to evolve the healthcare system. Um, the more people that want to be a part of, of that transformation, uh, the better. And so I'm just excited about uh, the response we've gotten from so many across all the different stakeholder groups and just excited about where this will go in the future. Well, terrific. I think even to our audience or to our listeners, if you have any, any questions about one uh, simple pay mm-hmm. or any future uh, topics, you can email um, Scott at healthierbirthdays.com or Kenzie at healthierbirthdays.com. Yeah. So, you know, Wally, we just want to thank you for um, one, for spending your time with us today, but probably even more importantly, thanks for um, uh, willing to have the courage and to be brave enough to say, hey, let's just. Let's just kind of torque this thing a little Shake bit. Shake up healthcare. I agree. <laughs> uh, Kenzie and I are both proud card holders. Mm-hmm. Ha- have Have you gone to the doctor yet? Um, no, but I've gotten prescriptions. Gotcha. I had my first. Is that a hippo breach? Am I allowed to ask you? If yeah, it's okay. I will, I'll share. Gotcha. <laughs> so you've gone to the pharmacy. I'm yes. covering my ears. Gotcha. And and, and you like it. I love it. Yeah. So far, so good. My health pro is amazing, and everything's been very smooth. So perfect. Mm-hmm. So Wally, thanks for uh, being here today. Kenzie, thanks for everything hey, that you do. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you, Wally. Join us next time thanks on Side Thanks for having me. I hope everybody has a healthy rest of your day. You too.